Ephraim, hi. Ephraim, you hear me? Um, Ephraim, okay. You're not by your by your desk, obviously. I will be by seven o'clock. Hi, Josh. Hello, good evening. Good morning, good evening. And before we get started, um, Rabbi Stern's coming to America and in, 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 he's going to be in Passaic in two weeks. You want to host him? Sure. Pleasure. Okay, good. So I'll, okay. I'll put him in touch with you. Okay. Uh, I mean, that, that's of course pending. I got to just confirm with my wife, but obviously um, I'd love to. Okay, good. Ms. Seder, confirm. Coming, um, I mean, is he coming for Shabbos? He's coming for the week? Just. I think he's coming for Shabbos. I think he's coming for, I think he's coming for Shabbos. Yeah. And, those, and it's going to be... Um, Two weeks from this Shabbos. Two weeks from this Shabbos. That's the Shabbos before Shulis. Like it's the, the week before. Um, like it is 25. That gets us to uh, about 39. Right, it's the 29th. Right. I think it's the 20th. Uh, no, it's going to be one second. This Shabbos is the, yeah, the 29th. Yeah. Is that okay? All right, so check if it's okay. Okay, hi, okay, Ephraim. Ephraim, you haven't been with us for a while. Hello, no, I haven't. I've been a little distracted. Everything okay? Yeah, no, no, with uh, with my other project. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, I mean, are you, are you flying to Ukraine? <laughs> yeah, no, they're trying to arrange a trip, but uh, I'm not going to go. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Raising, raising money is one thing. Uh, risking your life in a war zone is quite another. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I see Aaron is also on. We haven't seen Aaron in a while either. Uh, Aaron? Yeah. Hi. Again. Okay. Good. All right. Beseder. So um, I'll tell you where we're picking up. Um, there Again, we're going to be skipping around a little bit because I'm trying to uh, stick with the things that are, that are the most relevant. Um, so uh, today we want to finish up um, with in Reish Samach Bays. Okay, Reish Samach Beis, I believe that we want to go to, it's either Yud Aleph or Yud Dalid. It says, Ro'o Sela Shenofa. <clears throat> it's either Yud Aleph or Yud Dalid. Ro'o Sela Shenofa, Ro'o Sela Shenofa, I'm sorry. Ro'o Shenofa Sela Mechavero Ben Hachol. Okay, that's, that's where we are right now. So I just want to do that one simon because there's some interesting things in there. And then after that, we will already, and then we will skip to the end of Reish Samach Beis. Okay? So let's just see that quickly. Everybody see where I am? Rosh, Rosh, Nafal, Selam, Ben, Ben, Hachol. 
What yep. page is it on on the uh, moder on the critical edition? That's the one. It's on Lamed Zion. Oh, okay. Safer for the latecomer. Sorry. With the you know with the fancy the the whether what is called the Machon Devor or something, the truth is it's in two, you have two versions, Machon Yushalayim or Machon Devor because the one Machon Devor went bankrupt and Machon Yushalayim took it over. So some of the volumes are Machon Devor, some are Machon Yushalayim. Anyway, but it's page Lamed Zion. You're at the beach, okay? And you see that somebody, that somebody a, a coin dropped from somebody and it fell into the sand, okay? So what do we normally say? We normally say that if it's a Dovish Aimbo Simon, we assume that he's Miyayesh. All right, but if you know that it dropped into the sand and he hasn't yet found out about it, all right, and you don't know for sure whether he was Miyayesh. So we say, Vadai means this Yayesh. If the coin fell into the sand, we assume he was Miyayesh. Why was he Miyayesh? See, when it fell onto the street, the guy might turn around and be able to find it. But what happens if it falls into the sand and the beach? <coughs> you think you can find it in the sand? Surely harder. So we assume he's misyayish. No, no, no. Okay, no. but now what happens if you see <laughs> you see that he takes a sifter and he starts sifting the sand looking for it. So now that would open up the default that he's not Miyayish, because I see that he's looking for it, right? So says the halacha, no. It's still Varai Misyayish. Ah, what is he doing sifting the sand? Umasha kover afar. He has no hope of actually recovering the actual sela that he lost. That's not what he's thinking. You know what he's thinking? Well, if I lost a cellar in the sand, maybe somebody else did. So I don't know if I'll find mine. You know, it's like a gold a gold miner. You know, maybe I'll find somebody else's cellar. In other words, what's the chiddush here? The chiddush here is is that the fact that he's looking for it is no raya that he was not misyayish, as opposed to when you see a guy dropping a, 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 a coin on the ground and he right away turns around and he starts looking for it on the sidewalk, that's an indication he wasn't misyayish. But in the sand, he's misyayish because the likelihood of recovering it when it falls on the sidewalk is there and the likelihood of recovering it when it fell into the sand is, is non-existent. I'm sorry, but that makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Because, because, you're leaving, because you're leaving out the last, the last assumption. Yeah. Which is that he has no hope of finding his own coin, but now he thinks, oh, but now, yeah, but now I do have a chance of oh. finding other coins that I don't even know that are there. No, 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 you well, what's the logic of that? You didn't read carefully. You didn't read. Let's go back and read carefully. You put words in the tour's mouth that he didn't say. He's not specifically looking for his lost cellar. Choshesh means he's hoping maybe I will find mine but even if I don't find mine maybe I'll find somebody else's seller and therefore that doesn't undo the assumption of Yehosh all we're saying is that, his, that the, the looking for it with a sifter doesn't in any way indicate that he wasn't misyayish it still it doesn't I don't think there's anything in the words that, that contradict what I said He's, he's looking in a very specific place with a sifter. Why? Because he knows, he knows that the, his coin is somewhere around there. So he, we're, we're going we're gonna to dismiss the, the, the meaning of his using a sifter at that specific place because maybe he'll get something else. All right. So have a look at the Prisha. I'm not sure you're going to be, I, I'm not sure the Prisha is going to make you happy, but maybe it'll at least a little bit calm you down. Okay. You see, remember, but let, you know, before we see the preacher, let's read the tour one more time. Let's read it one more time, okay? Because the tour is giving you multiple reasons for the did. Ra'as shenafal selam echaveru bein hachol u'btocha ofar. 
מותר לו ליקחנו שוודאי מסייש. That's step one. Can you agree with that, Pinchas? Well, I, I have a question regarding that itself. How is it that it's so easy for, for this guy to take it and the owner himself with a sifter can't find it? How, how does that work? You're, you're skipping steps. You're skipping steps. The, the question is to the, to, the, to the guy who sees it drop, is he allowed to go looking for it and if he finds it, he can keep it? Or no, he has a chiva shavas That's the first question. So the, the, the first step is that muter lo likachenu, obviously, if he finds it, but why am I allowed to keep it? Shevadai nisyayesh. This is for sure yeyush. Now that's pretty simple because every time you lose a coin, there's an assumption of yeyush. That's the first step. You'll see this in the Prisha in a minute. But after that first step, I want to know, wait a minute, maybe there could be circumstances where his actions would indicate that he wasn't misyayish. And all the tour is saying is, bringing a sifter to look doesn't indicate that he wasn't misyayish. Now, I, I, you're right, it's, it's a little bit far-fetched, but all I need is the ability not to undo the yeyush bevada, meaning I have a presumption of yeyush, and si- looking with a sifter doesn't undo the presumption of yeyush. That's all we're saying. It's not because he's bringing the sifter. It's the yeyush is assumed default. It's only a question, can I undo the assumption of Yeyush? And the answer is no. I want to, see, I want to show you that in the pre-show. No, but what, I, can I just say something? I mean, if that's the case, then I think there would have been, I mean, I think what the tour is saying is a colossal Kiddush. It's a super duper Kiddush. And I think it would have been, it would have made more sense to make a much more conservative Kiddush, which would have been, even if he brought a, 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 a covert and he, and he was sifting, if he gave up and walked away, then you then that's then that's the sign of the Yehush. And then you can go and, and look for it yourself. But to say it's meaningless that he didn't, that he that he sifted, I, that, that's not a sign of, of lack of Yehush. I think it's a sign of lack of Yehush until he gives up and walks away. Yeah. So again, you 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 the one I mean, the, 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 the tour do. seems to have gone to wait, an, wait, wait. an unnecessary extreme to dismiss the meaning of, of using the, the 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 sifter. Okay, so. What I need to tell you is not to blame the tour. Why do you think you shouldn't blame the tour? Because it's in the Gemara. Exactly. Okay. So, right. It's in the Gemara. Okay. But so, the logic of it still has to be explained. I mean, where, what, what, what? So, 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 one second, what do I do with my Gemara? There it is. So, the Gemara Chavavamudbez says, I don't think we saw this Gemara inside, so it's probably Kedai to see it. Yeah. Oh, I have it marked off. <laughs> I see that I did mark it off. I'm sorry we didn't see it. Maybe we did. Right before the mission. I'm not sure how many of you have a Gemara there, um, but if you're at a computer, you can probably uh, call it up on the computer. Usually calling it up on the computer is even faster than finding it in, in, the, in the book. <laughs> okay. So everybody see where it is? It's a few lines, about six lines before the Mishnah, right in the middle of the page. Amarava. Haiman dechazi denofal zuze mechavre. Bechalta. So you we, see, we didn't do this. We didn't do this. We stopped right before. I have it marked off to have, to, I guess I marked it off when I was doing this tour to make sure that we see it. Okay. So Amarava. Haiman dechazi denofal zuze mechavre bechalta. So you see that a coin fell from your friend into the sand, okay? The Ashkeche, and the guy found it, Vishakle. So the finder found it and took it. And now the question is, does he have a Chiv HaShavas on that coin or not? Lo Mechayev Le'adure. He's not Mechayev to return it. My Okay, that's step one. He's Miyayesh. Fell into the sand, the likelihood of getting it back. In other words, as opposed to having it drop on the street. On the drop on the street, maybe, you know, he'll turn around and then go look for it. So that's the basic dip. Continues the Gemara. 
the IC Arbel of the Comarbel. So the guy runs to the to the to his car and gets out a sifter and starts sifting in the sand. Oh, so when I see that, is that an indication he wasn't the Irish? I found it already. Do I have to return it or not? Neymar Omar. So we say no, that doesn't undo the Ayush. In other words, it's, it's saying backwards. Wait a minute, I lost a coin. Ooh, that means, and, and I can't find it. So maybe other people lost coins and they also couldn't find it. So let's now, look, you know, right? I mean, when we were kids, we used to go looking for the bottles that were thrown on the side, right? Because if people threw it, we want to find all the bottles. But I never thought, I never realized it. Oh, wait a minute. I, I, if a coin drops in the sand, the guy doesn't know how to find it. So maybe there's lots of coins here. That's the logic of why he went to get a sifter, but he only realized it after he dropped it. All of this is our assumption to prevent the assumption to, pre- un- to prevent undoing the assumption of Yesh. That's why, how. Why, why? Why? Why are we going to such extreme lengths to undo that assumption? Why? What is so special about that particular place that the guy? Look, if, if a guy's walking on the beach, right? And I'm why, and I'm sitting there, you know, I'm sitting there drinking a cup of coffee, enjoying the view, and I see him, I see him drop a coin into the sand. Into the sand. There is nothing special about that particular place on the beach, any different than any other place. Why would a guy have a havamina and say, "Oh, I lost my coin in this place. This must be a propitious place for losing coins. I'm going to get my cover out and start looking for other coins." You're, you're, you're jumping five steps at a time instead of Am going I? Five steps at a time. Absolutely. You, you made a, your, your first statement was already wrong. You made a statement that was wrong, according what? to the Dropping a coin on the, in the sand is not the same as dropping a coin on the sidewalk. Okay. So? Wait, wait, step by step. So when a guy drops a coin in the sand, there's an automatic immediate presumption of Yehush because when he realizes he dropped it in the sand, there is no way he thinks he's going to find it. That's step one. Can we agree on that? Absolutely. Wonderful. Now all the Gamora says is, wait a minute. But what about this guy? If he runs to get a sifter and starts sifting the sand, is that an indication retroactively that he wasn't Mi'ayish? It's not retroactive. It's toch kedei. That's the whole no, point. No, no. You're, 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 again, you're, there's no toch kedei. At 9.00, he dropped a coin in the sand. 9.00 in 10 seconds. Can I assume he was Miyayish? Not if he immediately ran to get a... No, 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 don't. Why are you talking immediately? Because... As soon as he drops a coin in the sand, he's Miyayish. As so... opposed to on the sidewalk, a guy on the sidewalk, I've got to see what happens. i got to see what unfolds. Look, Does look. Turn right around and start looking for it? Look, the, 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 way you're, the, the way you're describing it is like this. There are legal assumptions, there are chazakot, and then there's chazakot which are incontrovertible. You cannot contradict them, right? No, not you can't. It's two different, there's two different types of chazakot. Wait, no, 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 just a minute. Wait. I will agree with you, maybe, maybe. The guy dropped it in the sand and he right away screams out, oh yeah, I dropped it in the sand, I'm not Miyayish. And we would ask him, why aren't you Miyayish? Because I'm running to get a straight to get the sifter. I have and a chance. Now, what do you think you're going to find with that sifter? I'm not giving up. I have hope. Right. I have hope to find my coin. Oh, you have hope to find your coin. So the Gemara says that it that a person could run to get a sifter because he says, "Oh, there must be lots of coins here. Let me start looking for coins." I'm saying. You know what? Let, let's see. Let's see the brisha. Maybe after the premium. Happy enough with with the Gemara and Rashi, which is pretty clear. Maybe the pre will help. Josh, let me just see. Let's see the pre okay? But you want to? I'm sorry. What do you want to add, Josh? I just want to say there's a difference between the Gemara and the Torah. So now let's so. good. You're saying good. Now let's see the pre Okay. Says the pre Roshal, right? He says the Gemara's lashon is much clearer. Neymar Omar, ki hechi de nafal minoi didi, hachinami nafal minishachrina, umashrach namidi. That's not what the tour says, right? The tour doesn't say quite the same. The tour just says, choshesh ulai emtsa shali, osel achashinafal mecher. 
So says the says the prisha mikol makom may high time elichud the shema shel acherim who haya asur lamotzi likachenu kiven shemizev varai nafa. In other words, I found the coin. So wait a minute. Am I sure that it was his coin? Maybe it was somebody else's coin. So we say, well, <laughs> right? Even if it was somebody else's coin. So when I find a coin, I just saw a guy drop a coin and I right away went and I found the coin. What's my assumption? It's his coin or it's somebody else's coin? His coin. It's his coin. If I could assume it was somebody else's coin, then for sure I'm allowed to keep it. For sure I'm allowed to keep it. If I could assume it was somebody else's coin. So if I would assume that it was somebody else's coin, of course I can keep it. But I have to worry that the coin I found is his coin. So therefore, therefore he has to add, so therefore, meaning the fact that it might not be his coin, that it might not be his coin, that doesn't give me permission to take it. I must have the possibility, I have to have Yush. And all again, he, all he's saying is, is that the, the reason I can take it is Yush. And nothing that the guy does after that indicates that he wasn't Meyayish. That's all we're saying. Okay, look, I don't want to get too bogged down in it. I'm not sure that this is such a, 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 a thing because I don't think that when a guy, um, I mean, no, it, you know, it could happen. Well, okay, we do have cases like this, right? That somebody, you know, drops a ring in the beach. We have many cases. A woman, right? Somebody dropped a ring and they go back and they keep looking for it. Okay. Detectors. I mean, my, my, my in-laws, their brother-in-law, Lost it, lost it, and, and they found it with a metal detector. My, my Chavrus had exactly the same situation. They lost the ring, and they saw a guy with a metal detector, and they they hired him to go look, and they found the ring. So that's clear they weren't Miyayesh, okay? They weren't Miyayesh, okay? But that's but, but that's because now we have metal detectors, <laughs> okay? Um, but you know what? If, if, if it would have been, been a coin, if it would have been a 10-shekel coin, Exactly. This is a seller. A seller is not that much. A ring is spent maybe five thousand to ten or twenty thousand dollars. No, but there's another difference. If I find the ring with the with the, with the metal detector, I know that it's the ring I lost. But if I find a ten shekel coin with the metal detector, and that's what the Gemara is adding, when you find the ten shekel coin with the metal detector, you have no idea whether it was your ten shekel or somebody else's ten shekel, because the other guy just didn't bother with the metal detector. Anyway, again, so the assumption here is Yehush, everything else is built on that. Let's not spend a lot more time. Let's not spend a lot more time on this because it's not such a, a halacha lamaisa. But, okay. but, 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 there's, a, but there's another thing that, that sort of bothers me here. Yeah. That it's at the very beginning of the case. And it, and it is relevant to many of the things that we've talked about. What happened, I mean, the case as described is that the observer, the, the, the guy who's allowed to keep it, he sees it. He sees it fall. He sees it happen. Yep. So what What's happened to? What's your question? What happened to Lotamon al What happened to helping the guy fight? If if you have if you have if you have if you have a chiyuminatora, eternal lost object, at, at at the time of the loss, you don't have an obligation to help him find it. You don't have a Torah obligation to go up and say, "Hey, I saw it fell." Let me help you. Let me help you look for it. I, I see that you forgot. Yeah, the, 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 case, the, the case that the case the tour is describing is that I a guy see. is allowed to be totally passive and sit on the side and do absolutely nothing and then go and be zoche and something that he, he knows was lost. He even saw it happen. And he, and he did. He did nothing to help the guy. I see that you forgot the first halacha that we learned back in Rejnan tests. And we did learn that Gemara. Ra'a sela shenafa. Natla almenat legozla. So I saw it fall and I picked it up. To, uh, right? I, I'm sorry, I saw an Aveda that you lost. Okay? And, I, and it has a simon. And I picked it up to steal it. What is the din? I violated three Isurim. I violated Lotigzol. I violated. What else did I violate? Hashiv Teshivim. Hashiv Teshivim and Lotisalim. Lotuchalisalim. 
And then the Gemara goes through a few more permutations till the last permutation. I'll read it here in the tour, it's in the Gemara. He saw it fall. That's not the case. It's not that he saw it. That's not what's described. He found something that fell. No, no, excuse me. It doesn't say day the way this case does. I, well, are you, I, I'm telling you the cases in the Gemara that if a guy fa- found something that it has a simon and he waited until the owner is miyayesh, obviously he saw it fall and he's waiting till the guy feels, I violate and kiss. Wait till that happens. I never, I, when we were learning that Gemara, I never assumed that he saw the act of loss. Well, then what does it mean to wait till the guy's the it, it doesn't say, it doesn't say. How, how can he know when the guy's miyayish if he doesn't see the guy? We're talking where he knew the guy's miyayish. Absolutely knew. And he waited till the guy's miyayish. Okay? And then he picked it up. What did he do wrong? What did he do wrong, Pinchas? I didn't understand the case like that. It doesn't. How did you? Good. I'll let you understand it your way. How because you, because the words of the Gemara itself there are not that he saw a guy drop something. It says he found a coin. No, it's not a coin. It's got, got to be a Dover Sheishbo Simon. Okay, Otherwise, Dover Sheishbo Simon. It's describing the object. It's not describing the la, the, 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 the act you know of what? loss. I'll 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 let you play it out your way. So I found a Dover Sheishbo Simon and I didn't pick it up. And I waited till, and I got another, your magical way. I don't know how I found out that the guy was Miyayesh. And after I know he was Miyayesh, I picked it up. Now what? What's my status? You can take it. Did I violate anything? If you waited l'achar Yehush? Yeah. I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to Miyayesh this case of the wait, wait, Let's go. What does the Gemara say? It's an explicit Gemara. What did I violate? Am I allowed to keep it? First question. Am I allowed to keep it? After Yehosh, yes. I picked it up after Yehosh. Did I violate anything? There was a simon? Yes. He should He should have been, he should have been Machris. That's not what the, well, you can't, that's a party. You just told me I'm allowed to keep it, and then you told me I have to be Machris. No, but, but, he should have been Machris. But I didn't pick it up before Yehosh. I left it lying on the ground. This is very important to understand. What did I violate if I left it on the ground and only and waited till after Yehush to pick it up? First one, you, you. What is the Gemara? Who remembers the Gemara? The Gemara talks about this case explicitly. It's in the it's in the Reish Nuntes. I violated the Isser Lo His Alein. Am I a Goslin? No. Does it belong to me? Yeah. Did I violate Hashik to Shivain? It took too long. Not, not anymore. Gomorrah says explicitly not. The Gomorrah says explicitly the only thing I violated was I was mitalein. It's lying there. The Torah is telling me don't be mitalein, and I was mitalein. But once there's Yehosh, I'm allowed to keep it. There's no mitzvah Hashik to Shivain. You're following that, Pinchas? Yeah, so. I may not be, I'm not a good guy. I'm not a good guy. Okay. But in fact, I, I'm not mechuyev. There could be a lifnim mishuras hadin. And we'll, we're going to probably talk about that again. A lifnim mishuras hadin. But what about chiyuv? Monetary chiyuv. There's no monetary chiyuv. As, again, if, if I know that he was miyayesh, I know who lost it. I, here, we'll say it like this. I saw it fall. I'm running to get it, and then I hear it miyayish before I got there. So now, it, did I violate Lotuchalisali? What was your kavana? To, to, to tell him? My, my kavana was to pick it up and give it back to him. But before I got there, I heard, Oy, vai, No, so you weren't over it. So I'm allowed to keep it. There's no mitzvah hashev teshivim because I got there after Yehush, and you can't accuse me of lo tuchalisalim because I was trying to get it, but I got there too late. You want to you want to ask me? Pinchas wants me to be a good guy. Good lefni mishuras hadin. We're going to have that, 
But I, I, right, we had that already. That if I picked it up with a, in a Dover Shiyeshbo Simon and I know he was Miyayish. So we said, Hareilu Shalom. And then the Gemara said, Boacher Venosan Simon Mai. And we have two opinions. On the one hand, Hareilu Shalom, you get to keep it. On the other hand, he should return it because Lefni Mishur Sadin. Seder, Lefni Mishur Sadin is a different system. So, but the, the point that I'm trying to make regarding this, this chazaka about Yehosh in this particular case is the following, is that there are chazaka which you cannot contradict. You cannot bring factual proof to, to show that it's not true. And there are other, and there are other chazakot which are assumptions. We make this factual assumption. This is our start. This is what you would call our default, our, our default in terms of the facts. If you can bring a riot to controvert it, then gesunte hate, but if you can't, this is our this is our assumption. This this case, as the tour is bringing it and is brought in the Gemara, seems to be saying the minute a person drops a drops a coin in the sand, there is an incontrovertible assumption that there's yeush. There's nothing that you can do in your behavior to to, to contradict that that incontrovertible assumption. Wonderful. Now let me coins dropped in the sand wait, are wait. automatic yeush. hundred percent. Now Don't let bring me Uriah. Let me give you a parallel case, which somehow or other didn't seem to bother you so, so much. That, so, so then, so then why, 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 does it, why does it have to be that we have to start making, uh, making uh, speculations about his, about his sifting? Say, it doesn't matter if you sift. Coins that fall in the sand, automatic yeush. There's no way you can disprove that, period. But that's, well, you have to give me a reason why can't I disprove it. Because what I did is not an absolute indication that I wasn't Mayayish. There's another explanation for what I'm doing. No, but why do you have to give an explanation? But if because the assumption is incontrovertible, I don't have to make any ex ex explanations about what the guy's so, doing. But what I do you even say? I can even say, I am assuming that he's looking for that coin. And what? it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. But you, but you see, because, not like that. I think because you're running around in a circle. No, so what you're, what you're saying is... You see from the Gemara that the assumption of Yehush is not automatically incontrovertible. It's only what he did doesn't reverse that assumption. In other words, in theory, in theory, we could find something that might reverse the assumption. And the Gemara is telling you this doesn't. Okay. We have another example like that. The example when the guy lost something in a shuk full of goyim in the days when goyim didn't return things. Right? And I found it in a Dover Shiesh Bosimen. And the Gemara, so the, the, the Gemara says, Harelu Shalom. Ba Yisrael Venosan Bosimen. After that, Harelu Shalom. Ah, he's standing there saying, I wasn't Miyayesh. I'm giving you a simen. What does the Gemara say? Saying you weren't Miyayesh in a place where you lost it among Goyim that don't return lost objects. What does the Gemara say? It's Nase. You're saying you're not Miyayish. Your boat's sinking in the river. Your boat is sinking with all the merchandise. And you're standing there saying, I'm not Miyayish. <laughs> that, very sorry. <laughs> that doesn't reverse our assumption of Yayish. Anyway, okay, let's move on. We got There's another halacha we got to speak. This is, the, this is really a summary halacha. So it's at the very end. It's either it's either Chaf or Chaf Aleph. Hamotzi Dover Shein Bosimen. This is Mamish going to be now. Okay? What we just talked about. Everybody see where I am? Hamotze Davershain Bo Simon. This is back in the Gemara? No, no, no. I'm no no. I'm back in the tour. It's Khafar Khaf Aleph on page Mem Gimel. Ah, Mem Gimel. Oh, okay. Khafar Khabal. Hamotze Davershain Bo Simon. Ain't no Khaiwa Hachris Kirifrishna. You found a Davershain Bo Simon. You don't have to be Machris. You can assume Yeush. Okay, it's interesting. He doesn't say you can keep it. It says you don't have to be Machris. But in So we have a Dover Shein Bo Simon, meaning you have a mass produced wallet, you have a mass produced shirt, and you find it. So it's a Dover Shein Bo Simon. Okay, so if they're all the same, you're allowed to keep it. But if it is a Dover Shein Bo Simon, but it's Efshar, Shiyaki Renu Bailov Betvius Ayin, Kigonshu Yoshan, Vinishtamish Bo. But, you know, you sometimes, you know, you have a shirt and you wore it 20 times. You have a wallet that you've been using for a long time. It may have been a mass produced wallet, but you get a feeling it, 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 a person might recognize it's mine. If you put three wallets down on the table, 
and one of them was yours, even though they were all mass produced and you've been using yours, you could probably identify yours. Okay. So that's what I found. I found a Dover Shambo Simon, but it's it's a used Dover Shambo Simon, not a coin. We're talking about an object. And a person might recognize it with Theus Ayin. So then, if the guy who comes to claim it is a Talmud Chacham, the Omer Shemakiro Bitvias Ayin, Shezehu Akli Shenevadlo, and he says, This is mine, I recognize it. Chayev Lahachziro. You have to return it to him. We'll, we'll, let's, we'll, let's see the, the rest of the, of the tour. They'll go to the Beis Yosef and see what, how, the, how the Gemara deals with this. Lefikach, hamotzo b'mokam shetalmidei chachamim mitzuyin shah. Kigon beis hamedrash. See, so till now, what did we talk about? You found something, adavash ein bosimen. What's the presumption? Ein bosimen, you're not chayv lahachris. But somebody knocks on your door who says, I heard you found a wallet. I lost a wallet, even though it's a Dovash Bo Simon. I rec- I would recognize it. So you weren't Chayev Lahachriz, but if he's a Talmud Chacham, and we'll get the definition in a few minutes, you're Chayev to show it to him because he says, I would recognize it. He doesn't know whether the wallet you found is his or not. I lost a wallet. I heard you found a wallet. Remember, you weren't Chayev Lahachriz. But he heard you found a wallet. He comes knocking on the door. I heard you found a wallet. I lost a wallet. I would recognize it if it's mine. So you're mechuyiv to show it to him. We'll see all this in the Beis Yosef. You're mechuyiv to show it to him. And if he says it's his, you got to give it back to him. That's on a Dover Shein Bo Simon that you find stop. Let's let me finish this. But it, therefore, what's the consequences of that? Hamotzo b'mokam shetalmide chachamim etzuyin shah. You find it in a place that's frequented by Talmidei Chacham. Kigon Beis Hamedrish, and it's a Dover She'ein Bo Simen. So then Chayiv Lahachris. You have to be Machris. Why? She, if the owner is the owner, if the owner is a Talmid Chacham, Lonis Yashua Bailin, Sh'omrim, Hamotso B'mokam She Talmidei Chachamim Yoshrim, Choshev Shu Shal Talmid Chacham, since the assumption is that the owner was not Miyayish, because he knows he has Fias Ayan on it, so then you as the finder now have to be Machris. Okay? And now in a minute, we're going to get a definition of what's the Talmud Chacham that you have to listen to, but I don't, I'll stop. I'll, I'll, I, again, don't go into that. Assume there is such a category called a Talmud Chacham that has credibility that he is believed on his say-so. We'll get the criteria later. Okay, so I don't want to. I don't want to go into that. That's the assumption. There is a guy who has credibility based on X, Y, Z, and if he says he recognizes it, it's as good as if there would be a simon. That's the given. Josh, what do you want to ask? So I find an item without a simon not in the base midrash. Right. The owner was Mayayish because it's a davar sheimbo simon, even if the owner is a talmid chacham. What, what you made just you just made an assumption. I, I did, but it's based on what the Torah said. It's only because when it's found in the base midrash and it's full of Talmidei Chachamim that it's assumed that the motzi um, is going to be machris. And if the motzi is not machris, he's it, it's it's always a circular argument in these right, things so because you made an assumption that can't be correct based on the tour. So that, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It seems like maybe maybe this is not Me'ikardit. In other words, maybe. Well, no, no, don't say that. Don't, 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 don't put in things that don't have to be put there. The well, Talmud, let me, let, let, wait, wait. The Talmud Chacham lost it on Main Street. I, 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 on Main Street. Rovi Yehudi. Rovi Simon. So therefore, so therefore the Talmud Chacham is not Miyayish. You know why he's not Miyayish? Why? Because he's going to, I'll, I'll prove to you he wasn't Miyayish. Because he located you and went knocking on your door to find to say, I heard you found a wallet. I lost it. I think it's mine. I'll recognize it. That indicates he was not Miyayish. Otherwise, how does he ever end up at your front door? Unless it's a special din in Tommy Chacham that even though there's a Yush, the Rabbanon decided to give it back to him. But if I mean, he, that's a 
contradiction in terms. If he's miyayesh, he will never end up on your door. That, that's a, that's a that's a that's an oxymoron to say he's miyayesh and he's knocking on your door. So the Talmud Chacham is assuming he's not going to say vayli lechasaron kis because he knows that he lost a wallet in Passaic. That's recognizable. And with a thousand Jewish families in Passaic. That he, oh, because he assumes that, the he, again, it's a Malcolm of Jews. He assumes Jews yes. are going to return it if he can identify it. So that's okay, what so, Okay, but, but, but nobody has been Mahriz. He's one of a thousand. There are 999 other people in town who might have found it. He's not going to be Miyayish because he's going to say, I know that I can go knock on 999 doors. Why do you because because nobody's machris. Nobody's machris. How can we He obviously found out that you found a wall. And somehow or other, he found out you found a wall without being machris. Okay, but in, in order for him to have not been miyayish when he was mamashish and found out that it was missing, it must be, he didn't at that point know that I was the one who found it because he didn't even know he had lost it yet until he was mamashish. Okay, so but, now he, but now he knows he, wait a minute. We're, we're say it like that. We are treating a davar, klape the loser, who is a Talmud Chacham, who has Tvius Ayin, for him, he lost a Dovershe for him, Yeshbo Simon. I understand, but the difference is a Dovershe Yeshbo Simon, the Motsi will be Mahriz, and therefore he can hone in on all the lost objects that were lost yesterday. Now you just talk practicalities. All you said is that since the finder has to be Mahriz, the loser is more likely to identify the guy who found it. No, I'm saying the loser is less likely to be Miyayish. No. That's my No. Dover Shayesh Bo Simon, the assumption is you're not Miyayish because it's identifiable. Well, it, well, and because people who found the lost objects in the last week will identify themselves. The likelihood of getting back to the object is higher you see because the, there's the everything, everything you're saying is a possibility that you see not like that. If the guy found you, that's an indication he wasn't Miyayish. That's all I'm saying. Let's see the tour. Let's see the Mesiose. Let's see the Mesiose. Hamotzi davar sheimo simin ain't a chay lachris kid of Frishna. Imu davar shef shi yakirin a bila betvius ayin etc etc. Okay. Shamba Mishnah. Let's see the he quotes the Mishnah. I'm in the Mesiose now. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar Omer called kli an puria ain't a chay of lachris. A brand new vessel. Brand new, there's no chiyav lachris. Uvi gemara, my ampuria. What does it mean, ampuria? What's the definition of ampuria? Amr Yud, Amr Shmuel, kelim chadashim, shelosvaton ha'ayin. So says the gemara, it means that it's brand new. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a mass-produced frying pan, and nobody's used it yet. So therefore, it's a davashem bosim, and nobody can identify it. Says the gemara, wait a minute. Hey, chidami. What kind of a Kleon Puria, brand new Kli, are we talking about? Idi is Buhu Simen. If there is a Simen on that Kleon Puria, Kilos Vatanayai, my hobby, who cares whether it's new or not? <laughs> there's a Simen. Hello, what it must be. Idi less Buhu Simen. And if there's no Simen, who cares whether it was Svatanayan used or new? There's no Simen. But the fact that it's used, who cares? Did everybody see the problem? The Gemara says that Kliampuria means it's a new Kli, a used Kli, says the Gemara, if it's a Davashi, even if it's used, if it's a Davashi, even if it's new. So what's going on here? Why do I care whether it's new or used? Says the Gemara, it really, it's used without a simon. The nafkamina is going to be whether I return it to the Talmud Chacham, where he says he recognizes it. Svatan ha'ayin, if it's a used kli where a person got used to it, and the Talmud Chacham says he recognizes it, kim But ki lo svatan ha'ayin, if it's brand new and was never used, then lo kim lehu begavayu velo madrinan then even if he says he recognizes it, we don't return it to him because it's brand new and we don't assume he could really know how to recognize it. Okay? The Amr of Yehuda, Amr Shmuel. And now we here's the definition of 
Talmud Chacham that we return. Bahani Tlasmili Avidi Rabbanan de Mishani Vimilayu. That Talmud Chachamim are permitted and known to, we'll use the word misrepresent, okay, in three areas of uh, three areas when they're asked. Mesechta, Puria, Ushpiza. Mesechta means, did you learn this Mesechta? And he's learning it, but he said no, because he doesn't want people to ask him, or right, or he, or he wants humility. Puria has to do with your marital relations. And Ushpiza, when he's asked, so where did you stay when you were in Passaic, when you were in Toronto, where did you stay? So I, I say, oh, I, I stayed in a, in a motel, even though I stayed by Josh. Why am I allowed to lie about that? Because I have Rahmanas on Josh. Because if people find out how great his, his, his hospitality is, everyone's going to go to him. So these are the three things I'm allowed to lie about. Mesechda, Puria, Ushpiza. Frank the Gemara, my nafkamina for that statement that you're allowed to. That's the criteria whether a person is an absolutely considered, absolutely honest Talmud Chacham, that you rely on him even to give back the Aveda by recognition. If he has a reputation, we know he never deviates. He always tells the truth, except in these three things. And these are the only three things you can catch him on. But you never catch him on anything else. Madrin and lay then you have to give it back on his say-so. But if his deviations go beyond that, then lo madrin and lay. So then we don't, he doesn't have that kind of reliability. Upirish Rashi. All right. What does that mean? What does it mean the, the, the eye became satiated? He hasn't used it enough that he can say, I recognize it. Because of Arosh. I hope everybody's following me in the base Yosef. Isvatan ha'ayin, if it is used, uba'atra deshchichit surva me'rabbanon, and it's in a place where talmidei chachamim frequent, delo miyayish, and the then we assume they're not miyayish. Why? Deyodim bitsurva rabbanon nafal. If in other words, it's a place that surva me'rabbanon frequent. So we assume it fell from a tzurva me'rabbonon because they frequent that place. So then the owner, the finder has to be machris. I found a wallet. But if he finds it in a place, even of Talmidei Chachamin, but it's obviously a brand new wallet that was never really used. So so that's the Rosh basically says, Josh, what you wanted to say is that it's only in a place where Tzurvei Merabonin frequent that I have to be Machris. What happens if I found it where there's no Tzurvei Merabonin? I'm not Machris. We're not finished. Zeloshon Arambam, Perak Yudali Hilchus Gzela. Hamotzei klicheres v'chiyotzei behen mekelen, shetzuras kulan shavah, meaning mass. In those days, it was a little more difficult. Now we would have a mass-produced. You found a mass-produced frying pan. You found a mass-produced shirt. So in kelim chadashim heimarelu shalo. If it's brand new, never used, you can keep it. Just like a coin, everyone is exactly the same. Mass-produced. also because there's no simon and it's brand new. Okay. What happens if it's a used thing that people that the owner has used a lot? Why? See, according to the Rambam, if I found it on Main Street, which is not an area frequently by Talmide Chachamim, it's not the basement, it's not, it's not around the corner from Avas. Okay, it's on Main Street. Do I have to be machris according to the Rambam? He says yes. Rambam says yes. Why do I have to be machris? As long as it's a used thing without a simon, if it's used, I have to be machris. Why? She'im yovo talmid chacham v'yomar afal pishen yochal liten bekliz ha'simen yesh libo tviyas ayin. If a talmid chacham will hear that you were machris a wallet and he knocks on your door and says, look, I have no simonim in that wallet, but I will recognize it if it's mine. 
Then what do I have to do? Do I have to return it to him? Of course not. What do I do? I have to show it to him. Then, I have to show him. But all of that is if a Talmud Chacham knocks on your door. If you found something, but it's used, and your machers, I found a wallet, and your neighbor who's not a Talmud Chacham comes knocking on the door and says, I heard you find a wallet. I'd recognize it. Show it to me. But I have no simon. You don't show it to him. Because you're not going to believe him if he says he recognizes. There's no simon. It's only to a Talmud Chacham you show. And then, Who has that authority to get it? By Tfius Ayin. A person who has a known reputation of meticulous honesty in every area except the three mentioned. Either he lies for Shalom bias, for 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 Lahatil Shalom like Aaron Akoi, or Mesechta or Mita or Bayitshumitarech, is he lies about his hosts. Oh. I, I heard you say to Josh Eisenberg, how was it? Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. I, I, that's not true. It was Gavaldic. But I'm allowed to lie. Otherwise, you're going to be inundated. Kate said, now the, the, the Ramam gives examples. When am I allowed to lie? He you know, oh, me, I, I'm studying Mikvos. I'm not studying Nida. Why am I saying that? He doesn't want people to start bothering him about Shilos and Nida. He's not an authority. And he's afraid that if he says he's studying Nida, oh, you're studying Nida. That All So he's allowed to say, I didn't sleep in this bed. Why? Because Shema Yimsa carry. Oh, right. And, 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 and therefore they'll, they'll know he had Tashmish. So he's allowed to lie. I didn't sleep in that bed. Ocean is Shimon I stayed by Josh and it was great. But I said, I didn't stay by Josh. I stayed by Joe. I stayed by John. So they won't bother you. All right. He 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 made a white lie so that the, the neighbors should get should get back together and stop fighting, like our like the story with Aaron Akoi, Harezem Mutar. So then you're allowed to do that, and therefore you have to give it back to him if that's all his deviations. Avalimbo edim sheshina b'dibura chutz mitvarim elu ain machzirin lo. But if we if he has but if we can prove that he's he, he's a Talmud Chacham. But he, he, he's not so honest. He's not so meticulously honest that we don't have to give it back to him even if he claims it's his betvi sign. Because of Arava Magid, Chayv Lahachris. Now this is what was bothering us. So I found that on Main Street that I'm Chayv Lahachris. Shim Yavo Talmud Chacham, Pirush Hara, Dach Raza Zu Eina Ela Bevatei Knisios Bevatei Midrashos, Mokom Shet Talmidei Chachamim Mitzuyin Shah. Vein Machrizin Ela Pa'amayim Sholosh. So he says a few things. I don't go machris everywhere. I only machris in the place where there are talmidei chachamim, and I don't have to do it as often as I would for a normal aveda. That's that's how the tour says. The Ramban says I don't that if I found that on Main Street, I don't have to be machris. So the the hachraza is a question. Everybody agrees that if I'm not machris, but the talmid chacham comes, I got to give it back to him. The question is the hachraza. So that was what was bothering Josh. So, so there's a machlokas whether I have to be machris only if I found it in a base medrash, base knesset, where talmidei chacham infrequent, or no, I found it in a place of Jews, I got to be machris, but I only have to give it back to the talmud chacham. And the middle ground is, I found it on Main Street, but I'm only machris in the base medrash, because that's where I'm going to find the talmidei chacham. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. According to the Ramban, yeah. I find find a frying pan on me on Main Avenue. Yeah. I bring it home. It might be a Tommy Chacham's frying pan. Right. If Tommy Chacham knocks on my door, I then and get and recognize I would have to give it back. Correct. Can I use the frying pan before the Tommy Chacham knocks on the door? Is it mine? See, that's not clear. That's a very good question. That's a great question. It sounds like 
it sounds like, I, I mean, again, it, it, it doesn't say Harelu Shalom. It says So it could be that you're allowed, you put it away and you wait a month, three months. And if nobody comes, then you're allowed to keep it. That's what I would say. No, it's not clear. We may see this when we get to the actual Shulchan Aruch, if we do, but that's the very, that's exactly the gray area, which is not clear, according to the Machlokas we showed. Okay, I, I would hope that we can get to what happens with an item. I've been holding a cufflink that I found a year ago on, the, on Brook Avenue. I was is it? nobody came, other people, you know, gave the wrong simonim. And I'm stuck with a cufflink, I got to figure out what to do with this thing. Oh, I think we spoke about that last time. What would you like to do with it? If I would have said Hare Lushala, what would you do with it? Sell it, burn it, melt it. Okay. So we decided, we decided last week, remember? Right. Okay, you haven't you haven't had a guest house long enough, but Josh Penn has. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before he moved out of Los Angeles, he had a whole collection of hats and raincoats mm-hmm. and jackets. Okay. Right. So yeah, I think he has a virtual shafter. What do I do? What do I do with this? So he said. Go through it one by one, write down the, uh, the, the approximate value, make a list of all the things that when Mashiach comes, when Elio comes and he tells you whose it is, you'll give it back, you'll owe that person the money and then go do whatever you want with it. Right. That, that's, that's the only Eitzah. That, that's the only, that's the only Eitzah. Okay, you're not mechuyiv to buy a machsan, to have an extra machsan for all the stuff that people leave in your house because they're your guests. This is a real Shiloh. So that, I would say the same thing here about this. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Let's pick it up. Let's continue here a little bit more. But this is the last simon. This is the last thing we're going to do in um, in Reish Samach Bays, and we're going to only do a drop in Reish Samach Gimel, and then we're going to go to the end of. Uh, then we're going to go Reish Samach Dalit because that's the, some very interesting things in priorities. So let's just quickly finish the um, the Beis Yosef here in this. Okay. And um, yeah, so the base continuing in the base Yosef. Where did we get here, up to here? One second, where did we stop? Right. Because even though in the Gomorrah it only said being Mishan in three things, but the idea that I tell lies in order to get people to, to, to make up and be friends, that's also part of the thing I'm allowed to argue on. The member of the Perakabal Yavimto. Okay, now, umipshat divrei harambam nire. Here we go. The afilu motza b'mokam she'ein talmidei chachamim mitzuyim sham. You found it on Brook Avenue. You found it on Main Street. Okay, right? Ephraim, Ephraim found it on Bathurst. Imbot talmid chacham. And he, therefore he wasn't machris because he doesn't know whether it was a talmid chacham. He's not machris. But in but in That's what the Rambam writes. And this is answering your question, I believe, Josh. So he's not miyayesh. He's not sure how he's going to find the guy who found it. But he knows that if he can ever locate the guy who found it, he's going to get it back. So it becomes like, for him, it becomes like a Davashiyesh Bosim. That's how we're going to have to understand. Kosovagos Ashri, Perakan, Nizgar, Ein Motsi, Ein Motsi, Yochalomer, Tsuver, Meabonan, Ata, Meosam, Shemeshanim, Diburam, Velo Achzulcha, Betvius, Ayim, Elohim, Kane, Yeshlo, Aidin. So here's the question Guy comes knocking on my door. Okay. And he has a reputation as being a Talmud Chacham. All right? And I say, prove to me that you're a Talmud Chacham. I hold that you're a Mishana B'diburo. Now, if, I, if you are a Mishana B'diburo, apparently I don't have to give it back to you. And that indicates that according to this Hagos Ashri, means I'm allowed to keep it. Because otherwise, why would I care? <laughs> right? If I'm not going to be allowed to keep it, i got to store it. Why do I care? I have to give it back to you. Okay? So no, I want to keep it. And you're claiming you're a Talmud Chacham, and therefore I have to give it back to you, Betvias Ayin. And I claim you're not, a, you're a Mishana B'diburo. Upon whom is the burden of proof? So it says here that Ein Motze Lomer He's known to be a Metzurva Me'Rabbanon, but the Motze is going to say, Oh, Atame Osam Shemeshanim Diburam. 
you, 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 you're too remain Rabbanan, but you deviate in lots of things. And therefore, I don't have to give it back to you. So I can't say that. In other words, the burden of proof is on me that he's not, that he's a Mashana. The other assumption is that if he has a reputation, that's good enough. Meaning, unless we know that he's a Mashana, if we know that he's a Talmud Chacham, the assumption is that he's not Mashana unless you know that he's Mashana. Okay. Okay, I don't want to go in. There's other criteria for a Talmud Chacham that he goes always with clean clothes. He doesn't go with stained clothes because that's already a, 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 a compromise on his integrity, on his self-respect, on his kavod. And therefore, we're worried that he might also lie. Uh, okay, uh, let me just see if there's anything else here we need to see. Yeah, okay, no, all right, this is good enough. Rabbi, Rabbi, uh, could you just repeat one more time on who is, is the burden of proof regarding yes, Talmud Chacham or not Talmud Chacham? No, he has to, he has to, he, he has to prove or have a reputation as a Tzurva Rabbana. And then we assume that unless we have evidence that he's Mishana in other things, okay, if we, unless we have evidence he's Mishana, we assume that a Tzurva Me Rabbonon is not Mishana, okay? In other words, if he has a reputation of not being Mishana and the finder wants to keep it and claim that he's a Mishana, the burden of proof is on him. But, a, but of course, the first thing he has to establish, the, the, the loser has to establish he's a Tzurva Me Rabbonon. He has to establish he's a Tzurva Me Rabbonon. Okay. How does he establish that? Like just be the himself? No reputation. Reputation. Guy knocks on Josh's door that Josh never saw, and he says, "I'm a Talmud Chacham." Josh says, "I'm very sorry. Prove it. You know, bring me. Uh, I don't know. Let, you know, let me let me call up. Uh, you know, let me call up. Uh, uh, you know, a couple of the rabbonim to see who, if they know you. Okay. But it's usually again we're talking in a city, so usually in the city the the Tzurim rabbonans are well known. We know who the Talmud Chachamim are. Okay, we know who they are. Okay, all right, Rabosa, we're going to pick it up uh, on Sunday on Reish Samach Gimel. Uh, we're only going to do one little tiny bit at the beginning, and then we're going to go to Reish Samach Dalit. And Reish Samach Dalit has some very interesting, um, interesting halachas. We're going to get into a little bit the idea of of Nismi Meshur Sadin. Um, that's going to be Reish Samach Gimel, Reish Samach Dalit. Okay, the Seder. All right, so we'll resume on. Sunday is Rat Hashem. Everybody should have a good Shabbos. Thank you very much.